Hello and welcome to Atomic Geekdom. My name is Dave. I hope you're all having a wonderful, wonderful day, no matter what's going on. We record this only a day before it releases, so don't have to do too much podcast time traveling. But today is the day the Avengers Endgame tickets went on sale and crashed every movie-going site possible. It was fantastic. The whole world just shut down for a movie. It was, it was great. Uh, but... Tickets have been purchased for the two of us that are on this call, and we're all very excited to see it. Hope you got your tickets, if that's your thing. Um, but before then, we have a few weeks to go and to bide our time. Uh, there's other movies you could go see. Dumbo's out there. That was pretty good. Uh, us. Uh, or, coming this week, from DC Comics and Warner Brothers, it's Shazam, a.k.a. Captain Marvel Part 2. Or just Captain Marvel, I don't know, whatever you want to call it. Uh, it's Shazam. And joining me to tell you and educate you all about the comic book history of Shazam, not all about it, it goes back pretty far, but as much as we can. And to get you ready for this particular film, it's Kyle. Hey, what up everyone? My uh, website didn't crash when I got the ticket, so ha! Ah! Yeah, there Bolster. you go. Yeah, I didn't have any problems either. Went on the app, got my four tickets, done. Went back to work. Yeah. I was pretty easy, and the people that got tickets with me didn't have any problems. So it must be a uh, East Coast thing. It was as easy as the popping noise of my water bottle. Oh, I was gonna say pie. Darn it! I don't know. Could you hear it? Usually it's louder than that. Let's see. I heard. There it, it goes. Oh, there it went. Louder. Um. So yeah, Shazam. So we're gonna talk about uh, Endgame had kind of a new trailer, which kind of gave away a little more plot uh, timeline-wise. After I've already recorded our Endgame speculation episode uh, <laughs> with uh, with some special guests, <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> I still think one of my theories is right, so look forward to that. The week Endgame comes out, there's no real reason to do an Endgame 101. Everybody knows everything about those characters. Nothing, nothing to review there. No new characters to talk about that we know of um, that are guaranteed to be in it. There's lots of speculation about new characters, um, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nothing, nothing confirmed about new characters. So we decided to do a conspiracy theory episode with a couple of guests who are chomping at the bit to talk about Endgame. So that'll be coming out the week that Endgame comes out, so look forward to that. Um, another network programming note, uh, if you listen to Ringside Geeks, there'll be an extra long and extra special episode coming out this week early. It'll come out on Thursday because all of the WrestleMania and all of the things that surround it start Thursday and Wednesday. So we wanted to give you a heads up so you can be sure to watch it all online and all that stuff. Not just WWE related, but all the ancillary and indie programs that like to ramp up outside of the stadium and near WrestleMania. Because why not? Make it all in one spot. Make some money. So Ringside Geeks will be a little early and it'll be, I believe, probably about two hours long. So a little extra special preview for WrestleMania and all the things around it. So, but back to ring, back to not Ringside Geeks. Back to Atomic Kingdom. Uh, yeah, Shazam comes out this week. I believe <laughs> Black Adam's casting, which is a Shazam villain, anti-hero type character, was one of the first castings announced when they announced the DCEU. It, uh, yeah, it was. It was rumored for a very long time. He was, The Rock was posting it all over, all over the internet. Uh, yeah. He, yeah, he was announced, and 
but then his movie got pushed back and back, and now we get Shazam first, which makes more sense. It does. It. I just. Yeah, it does. <laughs> um. Yeah. Okay. So Shazam used to be known as Captain Marvel. Uh, is created by Bill Parker and C.C. Beck for Fawcett Comics in 1939. Uh, and they were part of Fawcett Comics until 1953. They didn't actually join DC Comics until 1972. Um, the first appearance of Captain Marvel at the time was in Wiz Comics number two. Uh, the cover date was February 1940, but the release date was actually 1939, if you know how comics work. Um, mm-hmm. the alter ego, and this is the first of its kind, I believe. I don't think this had been done before. Uh, the alter ego of Captain Marvel is not uh, a grown man when he takes off the costume, but when he says the magic word, he turns into William Joseph, AKA Billy Batson, a young boy. Oh, yes. A young boy. He is not a grown man. So. Uh, it's kind of cool if you're a kid. Um, you know, that's that's the dream, right? To turn into a superhero, be a grown-up when you can only be a kid. It's it's like big, but with superpowers. Which I'm uh, hearing the movie is being compared to. Yeah, that's what I wanted to be when I grew up was a superhero. Well, I wanted to be Batman, but that would never happen. Sure. Uh, <laughs> the magic word being Shazam is an acronym of six immortal elders. Solomon... Hercules, Atlas, Zeus, Achilles, and Mercury. And he transforms into that hero just by saying the name in a flash of lightning and bango, he's in the red and white costume. Red, gold, and white, I guess. Um, so, let's see here. He has been affiliated with such squadrons as the Shazam family, which we'll talk about for the movie. Uh, Squadron of Justice, the Justice League, the JSA, Justice Society of America, and the JLI, the Justice League International. Um, and his powers. So his power set, again, and it comes from that acronym. So he's got the Wisdom of Solomon, which is Enhanced Intellect, uh, Omniscience, Knowledge, and Focus of the Gods. Now, he only has this when he's Shazam, not when he's Billy. Uh, the Strength of Hercules, so he's got superhuman strength. The Stamina of Atlas, Superhuman Stamina, Invulnerability, Durability, and Endurance. Uh, the Power of Zeus, Power Over Unlimited Lightning, Immortality, Electricity Generation, and Manipulation. Lightning, Electricity Absorption, Creation of Electrical Force Fields. The Courage of Achilles, until he gets hit with a spear in his, in his Achilles heel. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Indomitable Will <laughs> uh, is what he gets from that. The speed of Mercury, the superhuman speed, teleportation via the Rock of Eternity. And there you go. So, yeah. Um, some notable names that have worked on this character are Jack Kirby, uh, Alex Ross. Um, drew him for, I want to say, uh, Kingdom Come. Uh, uh, yeah, Kingdom Come. And I think he, I think he also uh, did a stint on... Like a, the maxi series Justice. Yeah, okay. I could be wrong too. But definitely Kingdom Come, which is like a seminal uh, Captain Marvel slash Shazam book. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, so, I don't know, do we want to get into the the copyright infringement junk? I think we kind of talked about it with Captain Marvel. Uh, I think we did, so, and I, it's, it's out there and in there. Um, it's not important to what we're going to get into, so. No, it's, it has nothing to do with the character, just with the name. Right. And Marvel has to continue, uh, shelling out a Captain Marvel book in order to keep the name. That's it. Right. Uh, which, whatever, who cares? I'm sure they don't mind now. Yeah. I'm, uh, sh- I'm sure they're, they're really hating themselves. DC is. Shazam's design was a little different. Uh, he's got these these boots that have a, like a, not a buckle, but a fold over. Uh, <laughs> the old school. I don't know if the new one does. He, I think he does. Um, no, I think he might just have straight up boots now. Either way, he doesn't have like a cape. He's got like a mid cape. It does not go down very far, and it kind of only covers a shoulder. And it's got the old one has a collar, the new one has a hood. Mm-hmm. Um, I always thought the hood was kind of weird. And he's got like a sash too that he wears around his waist instead of a belt. Um, the old one, I don't know if the new one. I think the new one might just have a regular belt. Yeah, and um, and and his chest lights up. The lightning bolt lights up. In the new comics, not the old ones. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> um, the Mar- the Captain Marvel or the Marvel family. We can talk about that. I think. I think that's that's important. Um, in the comics, so Billy Batson is like an orphan, right? Um, and he's kind of going from foster home to foster home, and. Uh, a prominent character, especially if you watch Young du- Young Justice, is Uncle Dudley, and that's kind of like an adopted parent. Um, Which I never knew about until I saw Young Justice. Well, there you go. Um, I just don't know if I'm trying to think of this Marvel family if this is the ones that they're going to de- debut because I don't think they are. Well, the only Marvel I don't. Of the Marvel family that I know that they're going to show in the movie, all I've seen is the ones from the Pops. Right. I don't think we're going to get, like, Miss Marvel or I think it's Captain Marvel Jr. or Shazam Jr. Well, okay, so this is what I know that we're going to get. We're going to get Mary, um, or Mary Bromfeld is the name of the character in the comic book, but it's just Mary. She was Mary Marvel. Uh, I don't think they'll call her Mary Marvel, but it's just Mary uh, in the movie. And mm-hmm. <clears throat> Eugene Choi or Chow is in it as well. And there is a Eugene in the Marvel family. Uh, Pedro Pena is in the movie, and there is a Pedro. And of course, Darla Dudley is also in the movie, and there's also a Darla in the in the group in the Marvel family, I guess. And then, and then uh, Freddy, which is the 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 uh, disabled nerdy guy that is in the trailers that you've seen so far, is Freddy. That's his yeah. foster brother, and all those kids are his foster siblings. Um, yeah, Freddy's the one that you see the most of. Yeah, really, the only one you see already gets to talk in the trailers. I should say. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and I'm happy that uh, Adam Brody is the other version of Freddy, if if I can say that at least. Yeah, I think that's been announced. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, I should say. There's no spoilers here. None of us have seen the movie. So, um, I know there's... 
I'm trying to avoid the plot in the Wikipedia page right now. Um, I know that people have seen it, and you can see it, or could have seen a early screening of it like last week, but uh, we did not. Yeah, we were we were conning it up. <sighs> sure, you could say that. Um, all right, so let's let's talk a little bit about the movie and the cast, as it were. Asher Angels cast to play Billy Batson, while Zach Levi, uh, Chuck, will be playing Shazam, yet another character to play a character in both Marvel and DC. Mm-hmm. And why not? Um, Mark Strong uh, is going from DC to DC. Uh, he was the Sinestro in the Green Lantern movie, and he'll be another villain in this movie as Thaddeus Savannah. Um, and we'll talk about Shazam's rogues gallery, I guess, in a second. Uh, Jack Dylan Grazer is the aforementioned Freddie Freeman. Jaiman Hansu uh, was recently in Captain Marvel, and now he's in Shazam, so that's pretty funny. Uh, he will be Shazam, the the ancient wizard version of Shazam looking for a successor. Uh, Jaiman Hansu was also in Aquaman, too. Yeah. <laughs> Um, let's see here. Uh, yeah, nobody knows who those people are. Uh, but John Glover, the once Lex, father of Lex Luthor, Lionel Luthor, is in the movie. He plays the father of Thaddeus, Savannah. Uh, Interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know if I want to... That's kind of a spoiler. I'm not going to read that. I don't think that's been announced. Um a team of villains as it were oh yeah i wouldn't yeah um okay so let's talk about the rogues gallery let me click on the link because i don't know too much about his rogues gallery Uh, there's i didn't think i personally i don't think he's got that that much of a rogues gallery not not too iconic Um, yeah there's maybe two that are really iconic right so we've got thaddeus savannah who we're gonna get to know pretty well and of course, we've already mentioned Black Adam, who is like the corrupted version of Shazam, mm-hmm. um, and he's got his powers from the Egyptian gods. Uh, and and can't and Kondok is his main area of living. If I'm I'm saying that correctly, um, which is I think Egypt area. Uh, it's prominent in Young Justice. Yes. The city. And I think it was in Man of Steel or the beginning of Batman v Superman. It was talked about. I thought that was where the terrorists were when he flies in. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. I could be wrong, though. So where was Black Adam during all that, huh? Oh, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was an arrow. I know that. They referenced it. At yep. least. So I don't know. I could be wrong about the BBS thing. That could be a different country. Um, maybe it was Bialia. I doubt it, though. Yeah, I, yeah I, that one I know it wasn't Bialia. Um, so yeah, there was, so we've, we've got Savannah, Savannah and Black Adam, and then there's Captain Nazi. Um, a mind-controlling worm called Mr. Mind and his monster society of evil. The Mr. Adam robot, world's mightiest immortal Ogar. Mm-hmm. Aunt Minerva, who is a female bank robber and gangster. King Cole, an intelligent, immortal caveman. And Ibok and Sabak, 
uh, demon-powered supervillains who transform by speaking magic words made up of beings who give them power in a manner similar to how Shazam works. Hmm. What a cast of characters. I doubt you'll see any of those. True. <laughs> um, a lot of people, you know, video gamers are going to know Shazam and Black Adam, and uh, yeah, that's about it from maybe Injustice, the video game. Yeah, that's where I get most of my knowledge from, and from the Young Justice cartoon and Justice League Unlimited and the short Superman Shazam with Black Adam. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like, where to go from here? Okay, so so. Uh, Again, the Shazam storyline is different than all the other ones you're going to get because there's a kid involved. And the problem they find with adapting, like, Batman and Robin is Robin's... That would never happen. Um, a, a grown adult would not bring a child into that dangerous world. Or it could not be as dark as they want it to be, the movie, uh, with a child being brought into that world, you know? They'd have to do, mm -hmm. do it like they did with Batman Forever and make Robin older. Which, you know, you, one could argue that uh, he wouldn't have needed an adult. <laughs> he could have just <laughs> lived on his own, but whatever. Um, so what will be different about this movie is it's going to have to be a little lighter, I think. It can't be as dark. And the character, Captain Marvel, from anything I've seen, is not a dark character. He's very lighthearted. Uh, and he's... I mean, while he's got the wisdom of Solomon and all that, he still acts like a child as an adult. Right. Especially in Young Justice, which is fantastic. Um, he just wants to play with the kids all the time and the dog and wants to hang out with them more than he does the Justice League because the Justice League is a bunch of boring adults. <laughs> uh, in the movie itself, from what I can tell from certain non-spoiler reviews is it's going to be lighthearted and fun. And you can see that in the commercials when he's learning his powers and things like that. Um, and it feels like we've already mentioned like the movie big, but with Superman essentially, I don't know. You can chime in whenever you want. No, I get, I get that vibe. <laughs> I I mean I'm he is one of those lesser known characters that I'm very surprised they went with Shazam first before I don't know uh like a, another Green Lantern movie which is what I'm surprised they didn't go with but that all being said I mean I'm still excited for Shazam uh I'm excited to see what they do and, and how they do, like, his powers and everything and, like, the growth of Billy as Shazam. See how see how well they do it. And to see if there is, actually, even though they never said, even though they said it won't, but hoping there's, a, like, a little Black Adam tease in the movie. Because, I mean, for, for him being announced for so long ago that he's not in the movie doesn't make any sense. Um... Yeah, I, <laughs> I I don't expect really any DCEU Easter eggs in this movie. Well, um, th there is. I mean, there's going to be from from what I've seen from the trailers. Uh, I mean, there's going to be a, the 
spattering in there. There's going to be uh, newspaper newspaper clippings of like. Okay, I don't expect there to be any Easter egg characters in the movie. Okay, <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't expect Superman to show up and hang out with Shazam or anything like that. <clears throat> no, unfortunately, even though there was for the longest time a rumor saying that uh, Henry Cavill was was uh, was on set and he was going to be filming his like Superman cameo, which I don't believe is definitely happening. No, I don't think it is, and I think he actually said it's not happening, and that he pulled out or. I think it was pretty much around the same time that he was um, uh, terminating his contract or whatever mm-hmm. with them. But yeah, he was unable to do it because of scheduling conflicts, and I'm sure he didn't want to shave that beard again. <laughs> <clears throat> so, yeah. yeah, this will be another one of the outside of the DCEU, just movie, movie, you know, inside the same world, but, you know, um, just just on its own type of thing. Which is again what everyone has said that that's what they should have done first, and then do a Justice League movie. But they didn't. Oh well. I I think this universe can survive just fine with just movies, um, without there being a team up. Right. Uh, they can all be in the same universe and mention, "Hey, you see what Wonder Woman did," and blah blah blah. But you know they don't need to show up in each other's movies. Um, I don't. Okay, I should I should preface this. I don't. I I feel Henry Cavill as Superman's not going to be in this movie, but they might, you know, there might be like a glimpse of hey, uh, somebody here's somebody here to meet you type of thing, and in, you know, it's Superman's shadow, mm-hmm. maybe something like that. But I don't think we're going to see the character. No. All right, I wanted to make that clear because I hope because mm-hmm. I want to be right. Um. <clears throat> Oh, plus you also hate Superman, so Shazam's like your number one guy right now. No, Shazam. <laughs> the the well, thing about Shazam is he has vulnerabilities because he's a child. So, well, I'm saying that super, that Shazam could technically beat Superman because oh, of sure. his uh, vulnerability to magic, even though that's not stated in the movies, but in the comics it is. Well, and then Shazam's not weak against Kryptonite, and Superman is. Yeah. So. There you go. Does does this Shazam have the hood? I can't remember seeing. This Shazam is based off of Jeff Johns' uh, New Fifty Two run, so it yes, he does have the hood. Right, then it has the hood. Uh, and speaking of Zach Levi, he muscled up. He wasn't like a you know he wasn't an out shape guy to begin with, but he kind of looked like he went on the uh, Chris Pratt diet and got some some man sized muscles. Yeah, he probably really <laughs> didn't need that this the suit to be as buff as beefy as it is it does look a little exaggerated um i remember the first time i saw it just remembering who chuck was i was like whoa uh (laughs) that looks insanely fake (laughs) like what is even happening right now right um and i don't know if you could really tell when he walks but there's a there's a a noticeable this guy's wearing a muscle suit type thing (laughs) (laughs) but it doesn't matter because i think you're gonna get lost in the fun of it like you know blowing up somebody's cell phone and uh, flirting with girls at a gas station type of thing. Hey, I just, hey, I just saved your uh, gas station. You're welcome. Right, right. Um, so they've tried to make Shazam a movie before. Uh, New Line actually tried to make it in the early 2000s, but it got delayed for many, many years. Um, the film went into pre-production in 08 with director Peter Siegel and writer John August. 
Um, and Dwayne Johnson was considered to be the villain back then, too, but that fell through. Um, <clears throat> William Goldwyn, Alex Sokolow, Joel Cohen, Bill Birch, and Jeff Johns, among others, were all attached to the project as writers at various points. Uh, but the film wasn't officially announced until 2014 when uh, Johnson was an- attached to star as either Shazam or Black Adam. And then in, 20, in 2017, he was set to lead the Black Adam solo movie. Hey. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, so directing for this movie was David F. Sandberg. Um, you might know him from the the YouTube short-turned-feature film Lights Out. Uh, I preferred the YouTube short over the feature film. And he's also directed in the Conjuring universe in Annabelle Creation. So he hasn't done a whole lot. But... Those are his two movies, and then he gets a superhero movie. That's pretty awesome. Well, is Lights Out a horror film? Oh, yeah. So, okay, so we have two horror two horror films under his belt, and then he goes to a superhero film. Yeah, that is definitely interesting. And he's Swedish. Oh, yeah, that, maybe. He's, <laughs> he's exa- almost exactly my age. <laughs> he was born oh. in 81. Uh, the story here is Sandberg grew up watching films and making his own using his dad's VHS-C camera. He worked in a video store as a teenager and saved up money to buy his own camcorder for filmmaking. Aww. Um, yeah. Well, it should be noted that this isn't the first live-action version of Shazam. No, there was a TV show. That ran for three seasons. Yeah. Imagine that. But now you can watch it on the DC Universe app in, in glorious HD. It actually had two TV series, one by Filmation, um, or no, they were both by Filmation. So a live-action 70s series with Jackson Bostwick and Michael Gray portraying the character, and an animated 80s series. There was a, I think there was a very, very short-lived, like, Super Friends, like, live-action one, where Shazam was on there, too. Mm, sure. No. Well, I don't know. I, know. I don't know that one. Weren't you around for that, Dave? Come on now. I'm only 38. So, <laughs> uh, let's see. Yeah, he is. Shazam has appeared in multiple comic books or cartoons, I should mm-hmm. say. Uh, we talked about most of them. Video games, of course. Uh, never in any of the TV shows. I don't think he's even been really Easter egged or mentioned in any TV shows. No. Um. Let's see. In the newest version of the animated movies, he's in Justice League War, uh, where Shazam is voiced by Sean Astin. Um, let's see. Justice League Throne of Atlantis, Justice League versus Teen Titans, he's not in, uh, but he is mentioned, and then mentioned again in Justice League Dark, and he's not in The Death of Superman, but he does make a brief appearance in Teen Titans Go to the Movies, as, as he probably should. <laughs> um, he's been voiced by a ton of people like Chad or Jerry O'Connell, um, Zach, I'm sorry, Zach, Rob and Chad Lowe at one point, both voiced him in Justice League or Young Justice, I should say. And then, uh, the most recent Justice League action, which is in 2016, was voiced by Sean Astin. So there you go. Um, there's, there's that. Oh, and there's a radio short. Radio serial. Back in the 40s. The 1940s. Gotta be careful. <laughs> Gotta be doubling up on 40s soon. 
Um, yeah, okay, so that's all done. All right, so Zachary Levi, uh, noted geek. He does his own geeky stuff. Uh, Chuck was a geek, and he felt very natural in that geek role. And he's already done a comic book character role once before in Thor, and then he was uh, unjustly murdered. Uh, I don't know if unjustly, but he was brutally murdered in, in Thor Ragnarok, and he was in Thor The Dark World. He was fantastic and tangled. Just throw that out there because I love that movie. Um, what else? What else? Zach Levi. Uh, if you don't know who he is, you, you've seen him before. That I mean, it's probably as, as simple as that. Chuck being his biggest role mm-hmm. to date. I mean, he's in those two <clears throat> Thor movies, but he's really a side character. He's in Dark World more than anything, and nobody wants to rewatch that. Mm-hmm. Uh... Let's see. We talked about the villain. Okay. All right. So, what, 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 what theories or ideas do you have, or expectations do you have for this movie? Um, I think we've already kind of settled on the Easter egg thing. We think this is just a standalone movie, like Wonder Woman was, and or for like the most part, Wonder Woman was like ninety-eight percent of it was standalone, and then Aquaman was pretty much a hundred percent standalone. Yeah, aside from the one, the Steppenwolf, but that was it. Right. Um, that was just for, like, backstory. Mm-hmm. So what do you think? <clears throat> like, in terms of, like, tying it into the whole DCU, or just... Anything you want. For, for once, I... I mean, I, I want to have that Black Adam, but I, I just know I'm just going to be disappointed in that. Um, so I, so I'm definitely going to say that Dr. Savannah is not going to die. Unlike a lot of villains and movies, he's going to stick around. Um, all, I think it's, I think we'll get some, maybe some like, I don't know. It's really hard with this movie just because you know, it's not tying in directly into the DCEU. But man, I'm I'm looking to have like a good time with this movie, and just sitting back and relaxing and laughing in a superhero film that is not like Guardians, I guess, which was like the first comedy superhero film. Um, yeah, that's all I've got right now. <laughs> that's all that I can think of. Um, okay. What about you? Uh, yeah, I, I am, I don't know. I'm at about a six for this movie. Okay. The problem is the timing of it. Yeah. For me, it at is, least. Shazam- it is weird right after Captain Marvel. Well, you know, it's not their fault, you know. They got to put this movie out sometime. And I don't think there's any, a perfect time for it. So. No. And it is sandwiched in between. Two big Marvel films. <clears throat> That's what I'm saying. So I was really excited for Captain Marvel, and I've I've seen it, and now I enjoyed it. Um, I've never been uh, either Captain Marvel or Shazam like a real big character, but I've probably I've known about them about the same amount from the comic books. Um, I remember my cousin got comic books for his birthday or Christmas one year, and I remember being upset that I didn't get any. And it was like the first time we ever got comics, and it was like a re 
branding of Captain Marvel into Shazam. And he got like the first five. And we remember thinking, this is going to be worth a lot of money. It's number one through five, you know? <laughs> not <laughs> not realizing it was like, oh, it's not the original one through five. We were dumb kids. So we didn't know the difference then. And um, yeah, so I, I, I my interest level for the character itself is not high. I'd never really cared about Shazam as a kid. But uh, having seen him in Young Justice and video games and certain other animated shows and movies, you know, I've enjoyed the character. I've never not liked him. Um, and the the cast of this movie and the the fun factor has me more interested than anything. Um, if that makes sense, it does. <clears throat> so seeing Zachary Levi as a as the main character in a movie is great because I've always liked Zachary Levi and I've wanted him to succeed. Um, I wanted him to get away from doing what we do here on Sci-Fi Channel. Uh, <laughs> leave it to us. Stop doing it, celebrities. We want to do it. <laughs> um, but no, he's always come off as just a genuinely nice guy. And uh, it's easy to root for this guy. And uh, I think that's going to... I think the naivety of being a kid again, I haven't seen it done since Tom Hanks. Um, pull off being an actual kid and not just overacting. Yeah. And this this isn't a derogatory thing, but like a Robin Williams or Jim Carrey, they they're funny and they do they they have talents, but it can seem like overacting. Whereas this needs to be more of a subtle thing, like in Big and Tom Hanks. Um, <clears throat> I think from what I've seen in credits and stuff like that, and what I read from reviews, Zachary Levi pulls that off. And so I'm excited to see what that's like, and seeing what a kid be a superhero is like too, and the mistakes he's gonna make, undoubtedly, that might put people in jeopardy. Um, I'll see how they handle that if they even decide to handle that, <clears throat> and then what he, what it's like when he goes up against a real bad guy that has real consequences. So, all that to say, all I'm looking for is fun, and I think like I have with Guardians of the Galaxy and Thor Ragnarok, and I think this movie is going to provide that because regardless of what you know, a lot of a lot of fans think, not all comic books need to be dark and gritty for 90 minutes right it doesn't um, have to be v- bvs right right or even dark knight um comic books are meant to be fun um now it that took a turn once you know we got the dark knight returns things got a little darker grimmer and serious and there's a place for that not every character needs that though so shazam is a brighter you know i think of bright colors and jokes and um just fun, but with high stakes for, mm-hmm. for the superhero side of it. Whereas when I look at Batman or Punisher or, you know, those kinds of characters, yes, there's a, there's a place for the grim and gritty uh, areas of that. And then there's characters within that world that can bring the lightness, like a, like a Robin or a Nightwing or, um, to an extent, Harley Quinn or, you know, that kind of thing. I don't know. I, I couldn't think of one character in Punisher that would bring anything light. <laughs> <laughs> Punisher doesn't really have a sidekick, so. Well, he's got he's got microchip, but that's or micro, but that's really it. Right, and he's not in every issue, so. No. But yeah, <clears throat> uh, I don't. Yeah, I I'd like I like these movies being different genre films like Marvel does, where it's a political thriller or a heist movie or a space adventure. You know, I like it when they do stuff like that, and this that's what this feels like. It just feels like this is a another part of the DC world, and this is a new character for it, and we're going to see his origin story, which 
is very much a different kind of origin story, but also the same. You know, a kid stumbles upon superpowers type mm-hmm. of thing. And I'm I'm looking forward to that. So yeah, I I've already got my tickets. I don't know about you or when you plan to see it. I this this of course has to be the one weekend where I am super busy, so I don't even know when I'm seeing it. I usually try to see it first weekend, but I don't even think that's gonna happen. Uh there's a lot going on like WrestleMania, as you said before, and just personal things going on that uh, stop me from seeing this movie. Yeah, I've uh, if I wasn't seeing it Thursday night, I probably wouldn't see it this weekend. Uh, but luckily, I can go to work super tired <laughs> on <laughs> Friday and drive five and a half hours to St. Louis later that day. Oh, oh, that's right, you're going to St. Louis. It's going to be a long day on Friday. <laughs> but I did the same thing before Cleveland. I saw Captain Marvel the night before. and But then woke up at 6 a.m. to drive to Cleveland. This time I'm working all day and then driving to St. Louis. I don't know why I do this to myself. Um, but yeah, so I'll see it on Thursday night. And I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm sure it'll be a good time. And mm-hmm. we'll be talking about it. I know the excitement level is not... Like I said, it's kind of quelled when things like... Endgame is on the horizon and they're showing new trailers or clips and, tra- and tickets are going on sale and um, that kind of stuff. And, and the DC Universe has taken a hit because of the failings of previous movies. So I I just I kind of want to look at this movie outside of the DCEU and just look at it as Suzanne and take it for what it's worth with just that, you know, being itself. Right. And that's that's my plan. And I, I have a feeling it's going to be good. Yeah, I've got. I mean, I've I've got high hopes. I've, it's uh, yeah, I'm probably at like a six along with you. Yeah, I'm, excitement level. I'm hopefully optimistic. I'm not going in with high expectations, so the bar can be met and then exceeded. Yeah, I mean, from from the initial like Rotten Tomatoes, which really shouldn't be talked about, but it's at a it's at a ninety percent, which is pretty high, which is really high for a a DC EU film, right? And high for a superhero film yeah yeah those those anti-marvel fans are working hard over there oh yeah they're being paid <laughs> that, that's a joke people don't do not at us um yeah i don't i don't like to look at rotten tomatoes unless it's good news like that and then i can say all right well that's that's a surprising turn because usually they're not like you said that high especially mm-hmm. especially for a dceu movie um no, I, I didn't try to log into Twitter, so I don't know who's trying to log me in on Twitter. Uh-oh. They can't, because I just got the code on my cell phone. Good luck, hackers. <laughs> um, So, yeah. I think that'll do it for our Shazam talk. There's not a lot to talk about. Um, It's going to be a pretty cut-and-dry movie, I think, as far as characters go. And it's also not a lot to talk about, because I think some of it has to do with spoilers. Um, And I don't... I don't want to dig into that because I haven't seen it and you haven't seen it and we wouldn't want to do that to you. Right. So now if we, now if we'd seen it during that, that weekend that it was out, that'd be a different story. Yeah. We might include a little spoiler section in here, but, uh, we won't. So there, uh, the movie is 132 minutes. So it's just over two hours. I can tell you there's a mid credits and a post credit scene, which is also on, on, usual for DCEU movies. So there you go. Uh, 
I think like Marvel, I've heard that the last scene is more of a joke than anything. <clears throat> but the mid credit scene, I think, sets sets up the Shazam universe. I wonder if they're going to show the tiger. <clears throat> oh, yeah. We didn't even talk about the tiger. No. But we won't, in case they do. So you can be happily yeah. surprised. We'll save that for Shazam 2 101. <laughs> um, it's all about that tiger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so the review is 92% on Rotten Tomatoes, an average of 7.5 out of 10, uh, an effortlessly entertaining blend of humor and heart. Shazam is a superhero movie that never forgets the genre's real power, joyous wish fulfillment. There you go. Um, Hollywood Reporter calls it big on steroids. If Wonder Woman and Aquaman movies represented DC Comics' first big screen steps away from the austere color palette of the Zack Snyder movies... Shazam takes us deeply into primary colors in a single bound. This new DC entry has a loveless lightness, both in the visuals and in its tone. Well, there you go. Those are <clears throat> very high praising. Yeah, and that's from The Wrap. AV Club gave it a B-, so... Yeah, C, 3 out of 5 stars. I... Yeah. Look, look. Zack Snyder movies have their problems. If you're a Zack Snyder bro, good for you. I've enjoyed Watchmen and... Watchmen. Um, <laughs> the first time I saw 300, it looked cool. Uh, but, like, you know, his movies all have the same look and tone. And not a lot of directors do that. Don't get me wrong. I think Guillermo del Toro's movies all have the same feel. Um, but that's where it ends. I mean, they all look similar, but they all have different tones as far as theme thematically. Uh, whereas Zack Snyder movies are all, to me, kind of the same. Um, and well, having him do like every DC movie was a mistake in the beginning. Granted, he only did two and he didn't finish one of them. So he did two and a half, but that's a lot. And it's not like, you know, it's not like in the Marvel world where the Russo brothers are now doing everything. They started with two Captain Mar America movies and then moved on to, to, to take over for Joss Whedon with the Avengers. So they kind of earned their way to it. Instead of making one guy responsible for the whole DCEU, you know, it's a lot for one person to shoulder. And when you get that kind of responsibility with such a heated fan base, you're setting yourself up for disaster. So I don't blame Zack Snyder for the failings of the DCEU. I also don't want the, the Zack Snyder version. So stop. We don't need that. No one needs that. Or maybe Kyle does. I do. I just want to see what it would have what it would have been. <clears throat> they can just do it like they did Deadpool then. Release it on the internet. Uh, don't make us buy it. I don't want to give him money. Um, Alright, so that's that's our Captain Marvel. Oh, I mean Shazam talk. <laughs> um, real quick, I was look, this headline popped up so I clicked on it. Uh, the Avengers Endgame pre-sale tickets are the highest Fandango pre-sale tickets ever. Number two is Star Wars The Force Awakens. Number three, Star Wars The Last Jedi. Number four, Rogue One, A Star Wars Story. And number five, Infinity War. <laughs> Jeez. So, uh, so this was Disney, just... Disney, 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 yeah. and Disney. So this 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 ticket, this pre-sale thing they did today was just a trial run for when they released tickets for Episode Nine. Yeah. Because you're going to have probably something quite similar happen. I haven't seen any kind of numbers. I'm sure you won't because sites like AMC and Fandango and Adam all kind of crashed today. Mm -hmm. Except for Marcus. <clears throat> yeah, if you're a Midwest guy or upper Midwest, 
Marcus worked just fine. Although when I was talking to the two co-hosts of Ringside Geeks, they said until like six o'clock they weren't able to get tickets at their local theater. That they weren't even available. Really? Yeah. So. That's really odd. <laughs> that's what I said because all of my theaters were sold out pretty much by ten o'clock. I think ten a.m. Um, the theater that I'm going to still had tickets up until I mean eleven thirty. Not good ones. Uh no. It, well, in my in the same row that I got them uh-huh. all for. So we so we all have one row, and we managed to get them all. Hmm. Alrighty. How many people yeah, are you going I'm, with? Uh, a lot. Like upwards of ten. All right then. Um. All right. Since we got a little time left, why don't we do a Funko Pop update? I got w- uh, one. One new one, and that's the twenty twenty eighteen Summer Convention the Super Saiyan Broly, the one I wanted you to look for at uh, San Diego Comic Con. I got it for a good deal on eBay. It just took two weeks to get here from China. Wow. Yeah, I'm okay with that. All right. I got I got my Captain Marvel, um, Marvel box thing that I subscribed to on Amazon. So that came with Captain Marvel without a helmet with white eyes and fireballs that glow in the dark on her hands, and Fury holding a goose. Nice. Is that Captain Marvel one just like the Target one? Without the helmet, it's similar. Her body's oh. in a different pose. Okay. Um, I also got Jim Lee's Catwoman. Very nice. Oh, yeah, I got that one, too. I'm sorry. Forgot about that one. And I broke down and bought Batman and Green Lantern. Ah, uh, yes. That that one is very good. It just takes up a lot of room on my shelf. Yeah, mine is in the box in a little protective plastic box thing. There's a big enough protective one no, for it? No, it's in a storage container. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Oh, man, I looked at something at work for work, and now it's on my Amazon browsing history. They're going to be suggesting stupid labor law posters. Oh, no. Let's remove that and remove that. <laughs> um, well, I, I ordered, I, I pre-ordered the Becky Lynch pop, so that will be coming in August. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, I don't, why is that a pre-order for that late? I don't, I don't understand that. I don't know. Is it still available for pre-order? Um, I saw the Funko tweeted it. Okay. Like earlier today. So let me see. Let me click on it here. Amazon exclusive, by the way. Yeah, you can still pre-order it. Excellent. That might happen in a couple days. For ten ninety-nine. I just saw. I know you don't like it, but I find it funny. There was a restock of the Invisible yeah, John Cena. Yeah, that was on my Facebook feed. <laughs> that crap. Um, I. I find it funny because you you can't see him, <laughs> but I can. <laughs> so, so what's what's the where's the joke there? Uh, I did order, uh, I just ordered a few things from Hot Topic recently, or with uh, some of those Hot Topic books. You know where you don't have to pay. Mm-hmm. Hot uh, cash. Yeah, that that stuff. Um, let's see, what's this one? Oh, that's the one I did earlier. Uh, I got some Endgame pops. Captain America, Hot Topic exclusive, then the Captain Marvel one, and then um, Hawkeye in the new costume. Not the suit, but the new Ronin costume without a mask on or hood on. 
I want the one with the hood on them. I don't know who sells that. Yeah. One. Walmart, maybe. I th- um, it might be a Walgreens exclusive. No, oh, no, would, it's not. It suck. is. Where are you, Text Thread? I know you're here. Well, no, it's no oh, the uh, the Quantum Realm suit Hawkeye's at Walgreens one. Not good. I don't need that. Um, and I also reordered the Joker Death of the Family because for some reason that uh, got canceled on me somehow when I ordered, oh. ordered it last time. But interesting. That should be arriving at the old HT pretty soon. Uh, I must. Uh, maybe I waited too long to go get it, and they restocked it or something. Yeah, it's a possibility. I could see them doing that. They they only give you a certain amount of days. And I did that with GameStop with the Catwoman. I put it on. I went to the website and had them hold it for me. And uh, I for, I went out to see two e two that weekend, and I forgot. And it says you only have forty eight hours. And so I did it again on Monday, and mm-hmm. then and then I went to go get it, and they're like, "Yeah, we got two waiting for you." I'm like, "Ooh, sorry. <laughs> Ooh, I only need the one." And they're like, ah, oh, it's cool. We get it. Yeah. When I when I do uh, stuff for GameStop, they're like, yeah, we put these aside for you. You get to choose which one you want. Uh, you want a good box? I'm like, yeah, of She course. said that to me, too. She's like, you can pick whichever one you want, whichever one's better. I'm like, they're about the same. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, get- when, I, when I got the Jim Lee Flash one, the the one that I have was probably the better looking one. The, the top of the, like, the flash symbol mm-hmm. is a little bent, but I'm like, ah, there's not much you can do about that. Yeah. Um, we can talk about this. We haven't seen it yet, but the trailer for Joker comes out tomorrow. Yeah. I, I that teaser poster just does not make me excited not, for it. It's not the teaser that I'm, uh, there's cinema con or cinema fest going on in Vegas right now. And mm-hmm. Alicia Grosso, who's been on the show before and somebody I talked to on Twitter quite often. I, I consider her a friend. Um, she saw some footage and she says it's his laugh is pretty good. She was pretty impressed with the laugh. But what about his performance? <laughs> she only saw a couple clips. I mean, she's not no. going to be able to judge it based on that. Yeah. And I know I know I just saw like they had Wonder Woman 84 uh stuff and Birds of Prey footage already at CinemaCon. I didn't hear her reacting to that, so maybe I missed it, but um, she did see something else. Oh, five minutes ago, AMC is still selling tickets. Uh, it's back up. It wasn't up for a while. Oh. Um, let me try to find her on Twitter, because she was reacting to something else that I wanted to see, and this is making for great podcasting. <laughs> uh, Twilight Zone started this week. I haven't got a chance to watch the new episode yet. So I watched, so I started to watch the terror at 30,000 feet episode the their reboot one with uh adam driver uh, no mckay no the dude with the dude from uh adam scott adam scott <laughs> um i mean i don't i th- wasn't the original one with william shatner in it yes okay i remember bits and pieces of that one but they i mean they updated it so and mm. So it works for what they want to do. I haven't finished it because I got tired and I fell asleep. So I'll probably end up watching that tonight, finishing it. I still need to watch the first episode of What We Do in the Shadows, even though the second episode came out tonight, too. Oh. Uh, It looks awesome. So uh, Alicia said, where is it? 
Uh, just saw CinemaCon footage of Joker. I was a doubter, but this movie looks sick, and Joaquin Phoenix Joker laugh is for real. Hmm. Um, and she's a pretty harsh critic, so let's see. And then, oh, the other one was It, Chapter 2. Yeah. And she said, Bill Hader burst out laughing at something Aisha Tyler said, and she wants to see him play or voice the Joker at some point. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and she said, it chapter two footage dope. We saw quite a bit of the scene where adult Bev is in the apartment of Mrs. Kirch and book fans, you know what happens. It's so good. So if you know what she's talking about, which I do, um, I don't, you're, you're in for some good stuff. It's pretty rad. That scene oh, is pretty fun. There is, there is news that came out, out over this weekend. Uh, Mark Hamill is voicing the Chucky doll in the child's play reboot. Meh. And silence. I mean, that was yeah, I, I'm not that interested in that movie. I mean, I'll, I'm all for Mark Hamill. Don't get me wrong. Um, and that makes me his his being a part of it makes me want to see it. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, I wasn't that interested. I wasn't that interested in the originals. We we laughed at those movies. <laughs> um, whether that was the intent or not, I don't I don't know. <laughs> um, is it just uh, the Twilight Zone? Is it just one episode? There, there are two episodes out. It's the comedian and then okay. terror at thirty thousand feet. So Adam Scott and Camille Nanjiani's episodes. Correct. Yeah, I got to get on that. So those, those are two hour long episodes. Uh yes. Okay. At least because I mean I I I pay for the commercial or for the commercials because I'm cheap like that. Oh, I didn't so, know. I didn't know the CBS app had two plans. Yeah, they have a commercial and commercial list. Oh, what's the price difference on that? Uh, six, seven dollars. So five ninety nine and eleven ninety nine. Jeez, <laughs> that's a gap, man. The Hulu one yeah. isn't even that much. It's like three dollar difference, if I remember right. Unless they changed it. Well, it, I, I thought I thought Hulu brought it down to like five bucks, and then they're. Uh, that might no have commercials is eleven ninety nine. They might have. I thought it was like seven ninety nine and eleven ninety nine at one point. Yeah, I mean, it was something close to that. And anyway, uh, yeah, I got to get on that. I still need to watch season one of Discovery and get caught up on season two. It's it's a fantastic show. Oh, I have no doubt I'm going to like it. I'm enjoying what I've seen. Good God, what I've seen so far. Um, but yeah, my time is spread pretty thin at this this stage. One more, As is mine. One more con this weekend, and then I'm done to uh, San Diego, I think. And then a bunch in the fall. Which we'll be at at least two of them together. Yeah, and I'll be, I'll be, at least I'll be there for the Wisconsin Comic Con, which I know you probably don't want to be. I don't know. I saw some stuff, and I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. There's a there's a lot of guests that like really like famous guests going to be there. Yeah, it's. I'm I'm guessing now they're realizing maybe we should put some money behind this thing because mm-hmm. they can really drive in, you know, tourism and that kind of crap. Especially, especially with it being at the Wisconsin Center and that place being huge, yeah, it it will fill up. Right, right, right on. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> um, as for comic books, we haven't talked about this in a while. I'm reading Mister and Mrs. X, and if you go to the MarvelReport.com, I have a review of the latest issue up there. So, I am a part-time writer for those guys. Very nice. Uh, when I have time, and this is like the first thing I've written. I've written some, you know quotes for like the new polis that come out like i'll say this is coming out and i'm interested because of this that kind of thing 
Um, but this will be my first review. And their, their reviews are kind of short. It's just like a paragraph. Should you buy it? That kind of thing. And uh, I would definitely recommend Mr. and Mrs. X, especially if you're an X-Men fan. Um, right now they're doing like a Mojoverse storyline with Gambit and Rogue. Getting deep, emotionally deep in the Rogue character as to why she can't control her powers. And why, you know, it's been so long that she's had them and she still can't control it. Mm-hmm. So they're getting into the reasons why. And it's very, very deep. This last episode was very deep. Um, I picked up uh, Detective Comics 1000. Two variant uh, covers. I still need to I, go do that. I forgot that that was yesterday. I was supposed to go do that. And then I also picked up Heroes in Crisis number seven. <clears throat> and those are like the first ones I've purchased like at a comic book shop in what seems like forever. Yeah. Did you read them? I did read them. Um, I don't. The, I haven't, the read, first... I haven't read Detective yet. Okay, the, I mean, the first story is a Kevin Smith one. It's all anthology, right? I don't have to have re- read the no. cur- current run of Detective. No, everything, I, I haven't even read the current run, but I know there is a character that makes its canonical debut at the very end. Like a new character? Mm, it, it, sure. All right, I'll just read it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, the very covers I got were like the Jim Lee and the... Uh, Frank Miller, nineteen eighty uh, covers because I got, I got two variant covers when Action Comics did a thousand, so I'm like I might as well do it for this one too. Mm-hmm. All right, um, yeah, that's it. Uh, <laughs> uh, it is, I believe, Autism Day as we it it is as we speak. So if you or anyone you know. Um, suffers from autism or lives with autism. I guess we shouldn't say suffers with, but lives with autism. Um, do your best to donate. Um, to it's hard to say where to donate anymore because some people say Autism Speaks isn't the best place to donate to. Um, but you know, learn about it, and maybe you know someone who has it, and you don't know how to deal with it. My my uh, my sister has it, and I'm still learning. So. Um, autism is, is very real and it's a tough thing to deal with, uh, especially for the families that, you know, have to deal with it. So yeah, learn about it, donate wisely if you can and that stuff. Yeah. Uh, we don't get real like that that often. (laughs) See you, uh, Check out our YouTube page very soon. Jenny and Patrick were at WonderCon on this past weekend, so you can check out their footage there very, very soon. Still up there is the red carpet from The Walking Dead, and also um, soon, I believe, the red carpet from Star Trek Discovery. And Twilight Zone will be up there very soon, I'm hoping, because I want to see it really badly. Um, Also, this is now the fourth week of my best friendship with uh, Chad Michael Murray. Just, you know, keep that in the back (laughs) of your minds, guys. Uh, that, that countdown will continue forever. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't think he's going to be at Wizard World St. Louis. Otherwise, we'd, we'd, we'd talk some more sports with the baseball season going right now. Uh, all right. If you want to converse with us, let us know how you're feeling about Shazam. If you saw it, let us know what you thought of it. Spoiler free, please. We don't want people on Twitter to be spoiled if they don't want to be, you know. Uh, hit us up at Atomic Geekdom on all of the social medias. You can find us. It's pretty simple. At Atomic Geekdom. Friendster? No, not Friendster. Facebook, um, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Maybe Instagram will have some stuff this weekend while I'm at Wizard World. 
And Twitch, too. We're on Twitch. Uh, I'm going to make a concerted effort soon, now that my con season is kind of on hold after this, to do more Twitching. And especially in June when Mario Maker 2 comes out. So I will be on the Twitch a lot for that, because that will help me uh, not be a balled-up stress monster. Or it'll make me a worse stress monster. Who knows? <laughs> Um, but you can also talk to Kyle on the social medias. He is going to tell you that now. I am at KyleCross89 on Twitter, and you can also listen to me, uh, at, at the Legends TV Talk podcast, which we will be coming back very, very, very shortly. Wasn't there, wasn't Legends there an episode? just came back. Yeah, I was going to say, there was an episode this week, wasn't there? Yep, it was all about luchadors. El luchadores. And and I saw Luchador do a 619, and I got very happy. I thought Rey Mysterio was on there, but it was not. Yeah, dude marked out for no reason. Yeah, I know. Um, all right. That is going to do it this week. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed what you heard, subscribe, tell a friend, rate, review us on wherever you listen to podcasts, because that'll help us indeed. Oh, yes. All right, that's it. Thanks again for listening. Have a good week. Be good to each other. Hope you voted. I bet you Kyle didn't. Nope. Kyle was at work. What a monster. I know. <clears throat> All right. We're, we're out of here. Say goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.